Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. Welcome if you are new to my podcast, and thank you for those of you who have stuck by my side over the weeks, months, and years. So many have followed me for a while now, and you have definitely been a witness to my own transformation. I always share my stories in the hopes that it helps someone else. Perhaps today's message is just what you need to hear. So I received a profound message while soaking in an Epsom salt bath. Um, I have spoken from time to time about my connection with Jesus, that I do speak with him often, and even one day while walking through the forest, one of my favorite places, um, I was at a point several years back where I, I just was telling him, like, I need to feel you here. I need to feel you so close. Like, you need to be so close to me that I feel you. And at that moment, I saw his foot walking beside me. For I mean, for a split couple of seconds. Saw his foot in a brown sandal and a white robe on him. So that, of course, at the time brought me to tears. I felt so supported, so loved, and absolutely amazed that I was able to you know, physically see him. But that's what I'm learning through all of this ascension process is that, as many are saying, the veil is lifting or has been lifted so we actually can experience thing, things in different dimensions. And, and on a more regular basis, let me just say that. So I um, was in the tub. I just, it was funny. I felt great when I woke up and then got a mess, received a message, which really was nothing. It was just a matter of fact message from someone. And it, I don't know what happened. Some, I know it triggered something, something that I don't recall because it just triggered. All of a sudden I felt like it wasn't into a denser energy. So as you're moving through this ascension process and you're, you're getting into that, I'm going to call it the high. It really is a high. And you're in that throughout your day and you're in it more often and for longer periods of time. And you really start, I'm going to say mastering, I guess, um, practicing or mastering being in that vibration. You will notice very quickly when you shift into a denser energy, a lower vibration. And so the old habits or things that we would do would be like, oh my God, whatever. The story in our head starts about, uh-huh, yep, too good to be true. Here I'm like, all of a sudden I'm sad again, or I feel funky, or maybe there's something in my house I need to clear, or maybe, like it's so many things to start. Maybe it's what I ate. We just start the stories. We're trying to figure out why we just shifted. So I just said, you know me, nice and blunt, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Julia. Stop telling yourself lies. You don't know why you shifted, so stop trying to determine why it happened. You, you just know that you did. So what do we do to alleviate that? Well, I said, you know what? I'm going to go soak in an Epsom salt bath. That's, I always feel better after that, so that's what I'm choosing. So, you know, I usually do, I get those, these big bags of, um, what is the brand? Oh, goodness, I can't think of it. We have stores here like Big Lots. I love this store for that. They have Epsom salts, the really good kind. It's Dr. Something. Someone's going to know it. Um, 
but amazing Epsom salt mixed with different scents or, you know, whatever you need to get out of your bath, they have it. One of my favorites is like a coconut oil Epsom salt bath. That's when my, you know, I soak in that when my body needs to get some, some love, some coconut on it and in it and throughout it. But um, today, so lately I've been drawn to the one that is cleanse and energize. And I, I just don't have one in front of me to, what is the name? I'm like, all right, guides, angels, show me the bag and show me the name. Oh, you know what? I'm sitting here recording this on my Mac. I can look it up real quick. Let's see. Just because I want to let you know of the really good brands that I'm using. I'm just typing it in. Okay. Dr. Teal. T-E-A-L. Dr. Teal's Epsom salts. So all different types and girls. <laughs> here goes my puppies. Um, I don't record these, by the way. If I'm going to do a meditation or something, or I feel that's where we're going to be led to, I generally do this in a quieter space now. Um, otherwise, I'm at my, on my desk looking out the, my massive windows out into the forest that lives behind my house, the forest around the river. So, yes, hopefully my girls will be not so vocal today. Okay, so I'm soaking in the tub. Doc, Dr. Teal's, by the way, that's the brand of amazing Epsom salts. If you have another brand you use, wonderful. If you don't use it yet, I would suggest that you start soaking in an Epsom salt bath as hot as you can take it. Now I pour half of a bag of salt in. I don't do a palm because the cleansing that's happening for all of us, I really amp up uh, the salt I just was guided to uh, just to really cleanse me and help me with my healing. And so I usually soak well, I'll be honest. It seems anymore I soak for like 45 minutes. I don't want to get out of there. Sometimes I play music. Sometimes I have silence on. So today my mother texted me a song. Um, it's a version of How Great Thou Art. And if you went to church or had any kind of, I don't know, whatever. If you ever heard that song, How Great Thou Art, um, it's a popular song. Now, for those of you that don't know still, I am a preacher's daughter, and so I grew up in the church. I played piano in the church. I sang in the church. I did everything in the church, which was, I'm going to say, it, it was an, an amazing experience. We had church camp. We had all the stuff, and it was fun. It wasn't this negative experience. Um, but I did question a lot, even as a very young girl. If my dad, my dad was never like fire and brimstone. My dad was more like swear, he's like saint material. He's beautiful energy. My dad would reminds me of what truly, what Jesus would be like as a father. I, I'm not kidding, that's my father. So I would question things growing up, you know. One sermon he did was a little different than usual, and he usually wasn't talking about God being angry, and I don't know that those are the words he used. That's what I took away as a six-year-old. I was six years old, and I, re I went to my dad after church. We always went home and ate dinner together or went out to eat, but we always ate as a family. We would talk during our meals. We had conversations. The TV wasn't on. We actually, we actually talked during meals. We even sang songs. So after the meal, we would sit and sing together, and we would sing in harmony and all kinds of fun things. I'm sitting there after this sermon, and I'm like, you know, Dad, I don't think God's like that. Something like that. I kind of remember that. And, you know, he said, what? God's like, what? And I said, I don't think 
God's angry like that. I don't think he's angry at us or he would do something like that. I don't think he's like that. And my dad said, you know, just matter of factly, we're not supposed to question the Bible, which is what I'm getting to here in a little bit about my soak today in the, in the tub. And I said, well, I'm not questioning the Bible. I'm questioning you. <laughs> I think that's the first time I actually blatantly said I'm questioning you at six years old. I was raised in the church. There, it was a beautiful thing. Um, but then I realized as an adult, I seemed to start pushing the church away. And so anything that had to do with church, um, including God and Jesus, and like just, I didn't like rebuke them, but I, or whatever the word might be. But I just didn't call on them. I just went through life. And let me tell you, it was pretty fucking hard. <laughs> life was hard. And I chose it that way. I get it, to bring me back to what it is that I needed to do. So I went through life, you know, I don't need any of this shit. I don't need anything, period. I was um, quite rebellious. My parents, I'm sure, are still shocked and amazed that I lived through my teenage years and that they did because I was the epitome of um, the rebellious child. So, and I mean, I'm talking running away, doing, you know, dabbling in drugs, um, drinking, living with different people, including boyfriends. Like, I was all over the place. So for many years... Just yuck. I don't want any of that shit because all I was ever taught was, you know, I'm a sinner. Or, and it's not like they said it, yeah, you're sinning. <laughs> but we do start at a very early age learning good or bad, which is another thing we really just need to stop. I felt always this bad girl. Even one time, my grandfather, it was a Wednesday night, we were visiting him. We had traveled to visit him. And he was always tough. He was rough around the edges. He wouldn't really let anyone in. But not a, not a mean person. He just wouldn't let people in. And I, they were going to church that night. It was a Wednesday night. And I was like, nah, I'm going to stay here. I'm not going. And, and he called me a Jezebel. <laughs> now, again, that did happen for a reason. Because my father stepped in and defended me. And he had never done that. He'd never stood up to his father. And so that meant so much to me, actually. Where I'm going with this is... We have come forward, even in this lifetime, with all these programs and beliefs, whatever it is, many of us were taught such things within the church and this book, this Bible, that honestly does not have everything in it. And if you still believe that, then there's so much research out there about that this, that they pick, they picked and chose what they wanted in, and they would even eliminate certain sentences or paragraphs or anything you know, it was about seeking control. All right, so let's just call it what it is. I know this is going to seem all over the place, but this is really going to make a lot of sense <laughs> when I pull it all in together, this big picture, because that's what this message that I received while soaking in the tub, this is what made it so profound. Universe brings me whatever it is I need next for my growth, my expansion, and so... I was introduced to Dolores Cannon. Some of you may have heard of her. Dolores had left her physical body, uh, but she still continues to guide many of us. She had something called the medical, uh, medical, metaphysical hour, and she would talk either about cases she was, um, people she was working with, or she would actually interview different people. And one of the things that she did was she would hypnotize people. I wrote down the name of it the other day because they actually asked her to change the name. I don't know if I have it right here with my notes. There's so much 
happening that I have notebooks everywhere that I'm jotting things down. Aha, here it is. They had her change the name to Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. They didn't want her to call it Past Life Hypnosis. They wanted her to call it Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique. That's really actually not the important part, but... <laughs> I was led to her and I started listening and it was fascinating me because she would tell stories about her clients that would be hypnotized, that they would go back. They would talk about their time in Atlantis. They would talk about it's different time periods that actually I vibed with. I had already seen my lifetimes in those times. So it was like I was getting more information about myself. <laughs> so last week, I'm working with someone, a young lady who you're going to meet very shortly because she and I are going to start doing massive work together. I've had her as a one-on-one -on -one client. I've been mentoring her and helping her through her transformation. And I'm going to be honest, her transformation, we meet, I mean, we meet every day. She texts me. We meet face-to-face on, -face online. And by the way, I do want to say that that is possible, but that is not cheap because <laughs> that is taking a lot I mean that is massive amounts of my time and energy because I looked she said I just let's just start doing every day so we did it I've been with her and over this I've been working with her for over a year but in this last month's time holy cow I've been like this mother that had to really let go of worry as I'm watching her transform into the channeler that she is you will meet her very soon. But something that she said last week to me, because she channels these higher beings now, and sometimes we don't get in arguments at all, but you can feel the energy. When, so we're here, we decided we're here to pull, to, to move each other to the next level. And I'll just let this little bit out. Um, her name is Yulia, which is Julia in Russian. We are so bonded and connected, I can't even begin to tell you. <laughs> I sit there and look at the screen sometime and go, I'm, I'm freaking talking to myself, I think. That's what this Ascension thing is doing to us, like, huh? She told me something last week in one of the sessions, because I'm helping her to, she can channel so many different beings, which is a blessing and really amazing, um, but I'm helping her kind of step into the ability that she can choose what she wants to channel. Like if it, she wants to do the light codes, she wants to do the healing work with people. If she wants to channel what some may call an ET, she can do that. And she has channeled many, um, including the Pleiadians and, and, and I have two as well. So it's kind of cool, but it's also, it's fun to help her through her transformation. But like she said, she can't imagine a doing this without me right there to help her. And I'm not telling her do this or that. I am helping her shift into whoever she's here to be. That's what I'm really good at doing. Some people think that when they, you know, they want to hire me as a coach or mentor because they want to be me um, or they want to, and I'm like, but you're here to be you. Like you might be so much more than me. Like you might, I'll just help you open up to your abilities. So last week, it, we got on the subject of Jesus and I can't even remember how or why. But I was like, yes, I was there at that time. I've seen the past life. And I started saying certain phrases. And like, you know, we watched him be, I, I use the words, I think, tortured and killed on the cross. And the persona that she brought through, I do not know. I think I know who it was, but I don't want to say because we're still working things out. And looked me dead straight in the eyes and said, they did not kill him. And I was like, it was just bizarre. Okay, so that happened. I got that message from her from whoever came through her. 
And and she does change, by the way. You know it's her, but it's not. You know it's something else there that's speaking through her. And this is not like some kind of possession, okay? She's she's just this conduit. She's a channel for this. That was that conversation was a little strange for me. Not good or bad. Obviously, when I say strange, it must have like tweaked something within me needing to know more. Well, don't you know the next Dolores Cannon podcast? I'm just giving my dogs a second to see if I need to go tend to them for a moment. Okay, I think, come here. I think they're okay. Macy and Gracie's their name, by the way. There's all kinds of pics on them for, on Facebook, pics, pictures of them on Facebook and Instagram. Shh. And you know what? Macy's holding me her toy where I put little treats in for once. I'll be right back. I'm just going to pause this and go fill up her little toy thing. Okay, so I'm back. Um, Dolores Cannon. The next episode that I found was about Jesus and the Essenes. So I, I quite honestly had never heard anything about this. Maybe I did somewhere, but I must have blocked it out. And so she has um, Jesus and the Essenes, part one and part two. And it turns out she actually wrote a book about this. But what the story is or what it's about is one of her clients that she did the quantum healing hypnosis technique with went back to the time of Jesus and was talking about um, the Essenes that taught Jesus, that Jesus learned from the Essenes and that the Essenes were actually the souls that were in Atlantis. I don't know if it's all of them, but some of them were in Atlantis, maybe all of them. I don't remember that part. And by the way, I'll drop the link here. I'm going to drop the link to her podcasts, those two podcasts, so that you can go click easily and find them in case you just want to go listen and see if it expands a little bit, you know, um, what you believe or, or such. So, so they were talking about the Essenes and how then they started talking about the, this client of hers that went back, said that actually the Romans had tried to kill Jesus many times. And one time I think she said they put him in a crate and pushed him over a waterfall and he, they, and he didn't die. Like they were realizing they could not kill this person as they th- saw him as a person. But they knew something was special about him. And so when I'm listening to Doreen, or Dolores, sorry, Doreen, Dolores, I'm having this vision back to when Yulia told me they didn't kill him, which I understand, yes, he rose from the dead, yes, But I had, what I started realizing is I had carried forward that horrific memory of him being tortured and killed and not the memory of this beautiful soul that never died. Just like we seem to do in this lifetime and all our past lifetimes, we seem to bring forward the crap. We forget the good parts. And there are good parts. This is universe this past week opening my eyes, my spiritual eyes to so much more. That amazed me. I listened to all that, and I continue to listen to Dolores and her interviews. Even if she's interviewing someone about extraterrestrials, it doesn't matter. It's so fascinating to me. Today, I decided to go soak because I had that something. Didn't know what. I just felt yuck all of a sudden. Well, like I said, I got a message. I just, like I had just an aha moment right here. The message was from Yulia. She texted me about something. And I think it put me into this... I need to protect her vibration. (laughs) Many lifetimes I have been that energy of trying to protect and finally having to realize and learn that I couldn't protect anyone. 
even though I was trying to, like a mother with a million children, for real. I had that shift. I decided to go soak. So as I'm soaking, I'm playing that song, How Great Thou Art. That's the one my mother, I think I said in the beginning of this, she texted me that song. I told you I'd come full circle somehow. I just realized I brought it back in. I love that song. I think it's beautiful. I feel good when I listen to it. So I'm listening to it and I'm singing it to myself while I'm in the tub with my Bluetooth speaker jamming on it. My neighbors have got to think that, you know, I'm sure they know I'm a little different by now because you don't know what I'm, I might be jamming to, to rock and roll to the, the 70s or 80s and now I've got How Great Thou Art bellowing out my window. And the song is about, about I can't think of the words right now, but it's, if you know the song, it's that he bled and died on the cross and all this. And so I'm singing along, but as I'm singing, it's almost like, I know I'm still singing, but now I'm hearing Jesus talk to me, like in my head, talking to me. And I'm seeing, he doesn't have to say words, right? So we can, we can do telepathic communication. So it's not like we have to say something. He's showing me. So as the song is going and I'm having the visual of him hanging on the cross, it's almost like the song goes away. But even though my mouth is still moving, I'm watching a movie of what it really was about. And so he's showing me, Oh, let me say one more thing. Oh, I forgot this part. When was Dolores was interviewing this woman who in that past life had been there with Jesus and had been one of his followers, she said when Jesus healed people, um, he would always draw a circle on his palm. So he'd always draw a circle. And um, I think she said tap it three times. Now that about blew me away because that's just what pretty much what Reiki is. You draw the circle in your hands and you tap three times. At least I do. I always intuitively tap three times. Um, I'm not sure if everyone does that, but you draw the circles in your palms and it turns it on. And so when that was another like, oh my God moment. Then she also said that Jesus knew those that he couldn't heal. He intuitively knew those that came forward with karma that they were not going to be able to release. And I, myself, I believe karma is a stuff we pulled forward that we have to we have to hang on to this or carry this forever or whatever. So Jesus knew who he couldn't heal. So he only worked on the people that he knew he could heal. So we're talking about, you know, Lazarus, you know, all these stories that we hear of, um, what was it, the plague? Not the plague. I'm trying to think of the, the leper and raising people from the dead. So I had to bring the circle thing up because I'm laying in a tub. The song's playing. But I am now seeing a different picture. One being, his hands on the cross with the nails in them, the first, that's the first thing I saw. And his message was, this was just their way to try to stop me. Like my powers, my, my, my divine connection. Okay, so his hands got the nails in the hands, trying to stop that, the healing powers. The crown, he showed me the crown around his head was actually to, they were trying to stop his connection. You get it? His feet nailed to the cross, trying to stop his connection to Gaia, to Mother Earth, like connected above and below. Like this is profound at this moment. I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh my God, you didn't die. They didn't stop your powers. It didn't work. They tried everything. I have chills right now. So what we have taken forward from that day, whether we heard it in church and it just stuck like a program, or we were in that past life and we brought, because see, that's what I find when I 
take people in past life regression, they get stuck in that, in the memory, the traumatic memory, and they can't, see my job I do often is, well, I do it all the time now. I say, let's go higher plane, go to the higher plane and now look at it, what was the truth about that? So actually they're able to retrieve the truth and then that sets that all free, all of that negative, the, the lower vibration that they continue to bring forward every time. And so that's what I feel happened in the bathtub today. I was taken to the higher plane and shown, because I do, I it's so easy for me to get there now to that higher plane to see the truth. And I've even been using that affirmation, I see the truth and love in everything. So something just popped in my head right now. When Yulia does her healing work, and it will amaze you because we're actually going to start reaching out to people and doing this together. We have been, we feel uh, um, led to one another and embracing the energy that we actually can provide for others together. But I never taught her anything. She's just channeling this healing energy and she is doing things for me, which I will be talking about. Healing things with me. She, she always draws the circle in her palm and taps and she doesn't know why. She never even talks about it. She just does it because she's like in a trance, actually. She's kind of in a trance. So she's doing the circle. Whether it's Jesus coming through her or just divine healing energy, she's doing her healing work, and she's doing it with me. So we're helping each other. But I, So she's sending me, the, she's doing this for me, and then I'm also doing things for her. And, you know, she told me the other day, she said, I know it's just honestly from being with you. She said, you are the light. I'm not going to say it how she said it. Something like, you are the light. Oh, it's so funny. I'm trying to think, did I write it down? She told me to write it down when she was in this. Uh, <laughs> oh, you are the light that helps people. It wasn't even like this, but I wrote down, you are the light that helps people realize their true purpose and mission. But I will add also when they are ready to listen <laughs> because Yulia will admit to it and, and well, everything happened for her anyway. But, you know, she said I was resistant a year and a half ago when we first started. I didn't want to, you would say, hey, you're a light, you're this or that. And I was like, no, I'm not. I don't even know what you're, what you're talking about. So um, she was just ready. It was just time. So I got out of the tub and I, called my friend Nicole, actually my friend and business partner Nicole, and uh, she will actually be part of the healing team, I believe. I called her because I couldn't wait to tell her what I had gotten in the bathtub, and I was like, I had tears. I'm about to cry now. Shoo. Um. Oh, gosh, sorry. <laughs> I hope that, that's really loud here at my house. Macy. So... So it really blew me away when I started telling her and it just brought tears to my eyes and it was just like, I can't wait to tell everyone I got today. I can't wait to tell everyone. So I'm sharing it with you. I hope it helps you on your journey somehow. Maybe you'll get your epiphanies, your aha moments or realize that perhaps you aren't remembering correctly. I, was, I had even forgotten the bigger message. So... I'm going to drop the links for Dolores Cannon's, those two podcasts, and then you can listen to any that she has, but I'm just going to drop those two about the Essenes in case you want to listen to them. And 
what else? Well, I will be back with you soon. Um, it's last call for Sedona, so if you're interested, you need to get in now. I need to send final numbers. Please, um, I'll drop the link for that as well. You can get in at the discounted rate. My website has the info, and it also has the original price of $2,800, but it is discounted to $2,300. That is not on my website, but I will drop the link so you can get it at that price. All right, so I've got some spots left. If you want to get in, um, it is going to be amazing. So I cannot wait to be on that sacred land again and hopefully be with you through a very magical experience. I'm sending so much love your way. The light in me sees the light in you, and it is divine. Namaste. Julia is now offering several ways that you can connect with her even more. She will be guiding those who join her on her Patreon page through channeled messages, transformational meditations, and even mini courses not offered anywhere else. At her latest offerings at patreon.com forward slash Julia Treat.